98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. The government approves the use of Sinovac COVID jabs for kids as young as three. A former minister downplays the effect Hong Kong's COVID policies are having on its international status. And no COVID cases are found after authorities lock down a building in Happy Valley overnight. The government has approved the use of the Sinovac vaccine for children as young as three years old, but agreed with its advisers that adolescents aged 12 to 17 will be first to be allowed to get that jab. Authorities said relevant arrangements will be announced as soon as possible, and the scheme will be extended to younger children at a later stage. Government pandemic adviser David Hoy says allowing those aged 12 to 17 to get Sinovac shots will definitely boost the vaccination rate. Currently, those over 12 can already get the BioNTech jab, but Professor Hoy says some parents are concerned about letting teenagers get that vaccine. Even though since we actually reduced the frequency of BioNTech to only one dose, we no longer see any myocarditis. But to some of the parents, they do have this concern. So I think the option of Sinovac to this age group, it will certainly increase the vaccination rate. If more than 70% of the school children have already received the vaccinations, they can actually have more freedom to open up maybe even to full-day school. And also a lot of the extracurricular activities can also take place. Professor Hoy has also urged flight crew members to exercise self-discipline and comply with infection control restrictions. Earlier, three cargo pilots who returned from Germany infected with COVID-19 were found to have breached closed-loop requirements during their overseas layover. Professor Hoy says the best option to prevent the importing of the virus is to require air crew to undergo hotel quarantine, but he acknowledged that this may cause airlines manpower issues. Here's Professor Hoy again. We need to implement stringent closed-loop management. If all the air crew can comply with the closed-loop approach without bringing in virus from overseas, I think that we can continue. But on the other hand, if they have followed the stringent closed-loop approach and still bring in virus from overseas, then I don't think we have any choice but to implement hotel quarantine. Former Secretary for Financial Services Chan Ka Kung has expressed confidence that Hong Kong's status as an international financial centre will not be harmed by the SAR's tight COVID-19 restrictions. The international business community has been asking the government to relax quarantine restrictions for international arrivals, saying some are questioning if they can continue operating from the SAR. Mr Chan is now an adjunct professor at the Uni- Business School of the University of Science and Technology. I don't think it harms Hong Kong financial center status. I think the business is still going on. It might cause inconvenience to some people, but generally I don't think that will be a long-term problem for Hong Kong. I understand that the demands from the foreign chamber, that can be at the opposite of what Hong Kong government or mainland Chinese policy is doing. Right now, our priority is indeed opening up our border with the mainland. I'm hopeful that when that started, and with pandemic situation under control, then we can slowly look at the open up of the border to the international world. Locally, no COVID cases were found after authorities placed Weyman Court in Happy Valley under lockdown for a mass testing exercise overnight. The testing order was imposed after a foreign domestic helper tested preliminary positive for COVID-19. The 31-year-old woman arrived from the Philippines last month and tested negative six times in quarantine. However, a test on Thursday was positive with a weak viral load. 
The police have arrested a 24-year-old driver for dangerous driving after he ignored officers' orders to stop at a roadblock and sped away. The vehicle passed by the roadblock on the Tsingsha Highway at around 1am and officers asked the driver to stop after their suspicions were aroused. The police gave chase after the driver drove off and finally stopped the car on Qingong Road in Tsingyi. The driver is also suspected of driving while disqualified and having no insurance, while his wife was also arrested on suspicion of allowing him to commit these offences. And to the weather forecast, it'll be fine this afternoon, but there'll be cloudy periods tonight with moderate easterly winds fresh offshore. The outlook, it'll be warm tomorrow, but winds will strengthen from the north on Monday and temperatures will fall progressively during the day. The temperature on Tuesday and Wednesday morning will fall to about 15 degrees in urban areas and a few degrees even lower in the new territories. Currently the observatory is 26 degrees Celsius with the relative humidity now at 65%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. The governor of Wisconsin, Tony Evers, has appealed for peace after the U.S. teenager who shot dead two people and injured another during racial justice protests last year was found not guilty of murder. In a trial that polarised public opinion, Carl Rittenhouse argued he'd acted in self-defence. Prosecutors said he'd provoked several violent encounters. President Biden said the verdict would leave many Americans feeling angry and concerned, but in a statement he said the jury's decision must be respected. Terence Warson is a social activist in Kenosha. He told the BBC the verdict was not unexpected. The verdict was for me in in no way a surprise, and I don't think it was for the majority of people uh, in this community. You know, guilt really has nothing to do with whether or not you're convicted in this country. It's a matter of establishing a reasonable doubt having a favorable environment, a sympathetic jury, and that's how our system works. That's what happened. And I think anyone that claims to be overtly shocked is either not paying attention or not being honest with themselves. This was predictable. Police in the Dutch city of Rotterdam have fired warning shots and used water cannon during demonstrations by people opposed to the partial COVID lockdown in the Netherlands. They said the situation had turned life-threatening and at least two people were wounded by gunfire. Several hundred protesters were involved in the unrest, which included the torching of vehicles and setting off of fireworks. To sport, and tonight sees the return of the English Premier League, which has a full round of fixtures this weekend after last week's international break. Three new managers are hoping to change the fortunes of their clubs, Aston Villa, Newcastle United and Norwich. The biggest name among them is the former England captain Stephen Gerrard, who's hoping his success in Scotland with Rangers will carry over into his new role at Villa Park. For me, pressure and responsibility in football is what I want. I like to be challenged. For me, that's the exciting bit, is, is to go and prove to everyone that I'm good enough for this job, that I can move this club forward and uh, make these supporters happy. Gerard starts with a game against Brighton tonight. His predecessor at Villa, Dean Smith, takes the reins at bottom club Norwich, who also take on Southampton. It's also Eddie Howe's first game as Newcastle boss, but he won't be at their game against Brentford tonight as he's tested positive for COVID-19. To Rugby Union, and England will face South Africa tonight for the first time since losing to them in the World Cup final two years ago. England are the hosts for the rematch at Twickenham, but will revenge be on their minds? Here's the former South Africa winger, Brian Habana. I don't think Eddie Jones and this England side will go into it as a revenge type effort. You know, Many of the squad that are playing on Saturday weren't even involved in, in 2019. From a South African perspective, just wanting to finish 
this tour off well and making sure that you know they can go home with a head out high and hopefully you know meet, set up for an absolute cracker of a game on Saturday. The Formula One title battle resumes in Qatar this weekend with Max Verstappen holding a 14-point lead over Lewis Hamilton. The Mercedes team had requested a review of Verstappen's driving after he appeared to force Hamilton wide during the race in Brazil last week, which the British driver eventually won, but that's been rejected by the governing body, the FIA. The Dutch motorsport journalist René de Boer says he doesn't want anything to get in the way of this title battle. Well, there's certainly pressure on. I mean, it's uh, no doubt about it when you watch them race. But uh, from my part, I really enjoyed it. I mean, as a motorsport fan, I, I like to see them race in a normal way. And, and obviously both as competitive as they can be. And uh, yeah, there's no holds barred. I mean, in this stage in the, the battle for the championship, there's no doubt it's, it's going all out. Locally, Sports Commissioner Jörn Tak Kung says people should not bring political messages into sports events, but added that the definition of political messages depends on the context. Speaking on an RTHK programme, Mr Jörn said the important principle at the Olympics that politics should be left out of sports is applicable to all sports competitions. He says it's difficult to define what political messages mean in general as it depends on the environment, the motive of the speaker and what they want to convey. He said generally it would not be a problem for people to chant ad oil during matches, but he noted that some people had wanted to use certain words to encourage others to join certain actions before the Hong Kong Marathon was held last month. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The government approves the use of Sinovac COVID jabs for kids as young as three and uh, agreed with its advisers that adolescents aged 12 to 17 will be first to be allowed to get that jab. A former minister downplays the effect Hong Kong's COVID policies are having on its international status. And no COVID cases are found uh, after a building is shut down in Happy Valley overnight. And you have been listening to the news on RTHK. And going to kick off hour number two with a request from John. Here's a little Elton John with some Philadelphia freedom right here on Radio 3 with me, Classic Michael Lance. (laughs) 